We gonna go live, yeah. We gonna go live, yeah. Alright, we good to go. Out the henny the henny goose. Hey, honestly, honestly, I've drunk both of those, and henny goose not bad. Henny goose henny is not goose bad. Is crazy. Henny that sounds insane, insane. Brad. Insane. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not saying that it's not insane. College me was different. That was a different time. I was going through some things. You know what I mean? In the words of Kendrick Lamar, I've been going through something. Okay. <laughs> But, but the, past one thousand days, the the Henny Goose off the uh, Simply Lemonade, brother. Like our new theme song said, light it up because oh, that is gonna get, oh, that's gonna get you where you need to be, brother. That's that's gonna get you where you need to be. Um, but fellas, we got a lot to talk about, man. We got a lot to talk about. I know that we, you know, it's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to. But we're back. We are back. We give you two episodes this week. We are not doing the Arby's thing today because Arby's was closed by the time that we had got this thing rolling. But don't worry. I'm a man of my word. I'm going to eat the damn Arby's. We got to get everybody some buffalo chickens on ice. <laughs> this man said buffalo. Hey, he going to you know, be like, hey. Be smacked. Do they I have promise. any other flavor besides buffalo chicken? Because I don't like buffalo. Sausage. Yeah, they got the little. They got the little snackers. What 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 flavors do they have on the snackers though? Bro, I don't frequent Arby's. That yeah, Arby's got everything. Literally, you can do they, say, go do they got it in barbecue? barbecue? Do they got it in regular yeah, barbecue? Bro. Let's see. They sliders. They got buffalo. They got a regular chicken slider. They got jalapeno roast beef, and they got regular roast beef. Bro, that don't sound sick to y'all. Like that, you know what? I'm not even finna. I mean, the optics sounds sick, but it's delicious, bro. All right, bro. All right, y'all, y'all not gonna win me on this, but you know we see. Like I said, I'm not Daryl Moore. I'm a man of my word. Okay, I'm gonna keep my word. I ain't a lot of our fans. I ain't a lot of y'all boys. I'm eat it. I'm a, I'm a, you know. In the words of Rick Ross, I'm eat it. Okay, but with that being said, we got a lot to get into. We've we've been without sports for a while. Like I already just alluded to, Daryl Morey and James Harden are on the outs. This is something that is has been very, very unexpected. Um, you know, James Harden is publicly calling him a liar and all that good stuff. We got Shohei doing goat-like things. And we have got to talk a lot about players who will be talked about in the annals of history. Or forgotten in about 10 or 15 years. Are y'all ready to get into this? I'm ready. Yes, sir. All righty. Well, let's do it. What's up, y'all? Have a seat. It's your favorite hour of the week with the facts over Axe Crew. We got the master, the mix and master, Josh Guy in the building. That is I. We got the money man, the man for playing Chris Allen in the building. From Chicago. And then you got the little old MC. That's me, King Gibbs. By the way, by the way, before we get the show started, I have to acknowledge the work that this man Josh is doing with that ZNWA is insane. It is insane. And here's Thank the you, sir. thing. Here's the thing. I try to like watch other e-feds because I'm like, oh, like, I guess I gotta study up on e-feds to know like how they're actually doing by comparison. Them other ones be trash. Like, there's no storyline or investment. That's what that's what I'm saying. But people ask, like, yo, what why are you spending so much time? Why are you working so hard? It's because not only one, most e-feds that you watch, they put it on a responsibility of the users to make their character. 
So they taking out a lot of the work because they just upload it to the server. They download it and they good to go. They not writing stories. They not doing cutscenes. They not doing custom entrances. They not having themes. They got they the person that's streaming is always the world champion. It got eighty thousand fireworks on their entrance, mm-hmm. and and they fighting Squidward in the main event or something like is is. It's let, a lot of work. Let, we try to put on a TV show. The the, the let, let quarter hour storyline. <laughs> let, let me explain it to those people that don't know like wrestling like that, because I'm one of those people. He basically telling y'all he not using the box cake. He making his cake from scratch. Okay. He's he not using the box cake. Yeah. He's making his cake. This from man scratch. got the eggs out. He got the, the mm-hmm. batter out. This man got the whole, you know, the whole shebang just laid out there. I appreciate you, fellas. Thank you. No no problem at all, man. You got to give credit where it's due. But now we got to get into more things of of the uh, show variety. Fellas, we got to get into these shows, man. Y'all, we going to talk about TV shows that we watch growing up or watch right now and all that. And and I don't want to put too much pressure on you. Cause I I know we slated it for top ten, but ten is aggressive. Cause I can't remember. Let's, what let's I do five. Let's do five. I can't I can't remember what I have for breakfast this morning. So I'm a, I'm gonna narrow it down to you for top three. Give me your top three shows, and you got two that you can go honorable mention if you so choose. Talk oh, to me. Okay, so question: Are we doing our favorite favorite three, or what do we think are the best three? Because I feel like that's two different conversations. I mean, either, either. If you want to say your favorite three, if you want to say the three that you think are the best, if you want to combine them and say, hey, these three are the best, these three are my favorite, it's all good for me. Okay, so the best shows I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, at three. This is tough. This is tough. At three, I'm going to Wire. Okay. At two, I'm going Breaking Bad. Oh, that's a good. At one, I'm going Game of Thrones. Even even though the last season was mid, the first six seasons is the greatest television I I've ever seen, and I'm not taking it one. back, bro. It's I'm not taking it back, and I do not care. The first and six seasons think, is the greatest TV and, ever. And y'all think that I'm the bad guy for not trusting his taste in food with the Arby's? Y'all think I'm the bad guy? <laughs> this guy clearly likes torturing himself. What? <laughs> no, bro. Game of the Game of Thrones. The first six seat. The last season is mid. The There's first so six seasons is is the greatest television I ever seen. Let me tell you something. I got lost in Baltimore one time. Swear to God, got lost in Baltimore. Made a wrong left turn, and I literally heard in my mind, "But you gotta keep the devil." in my defense, in my defense, the wire can move up. I have to rewatch it because I haven't seen a wire in like a decade. My God. So maybe I got to refresh my memory. What's crazy? Oh, Omar was really and Brother Mozon. Omar and Mozon killing Idris Elba character is not something that's etched in your mind forever. That's not something that you. It's the, I got. I got to re. I got to redigest it. I got to redigest it. If we go on my favorite three, okay. I'm going Boondocks. Mm-hmm. I'm going Entourage. Mm-hmm. And three, ah, just because of my just because of my name, my, my Twitch name, I want to go Simpsons because that show mean a lot to me. But honestly, after like season 12, The Simpsons is a pack of mid. Like everything after like 2003, the episodes start getting trash after that. So I don't know if I could put that, but I'm going Boondocks. Mm. 
Boondocks, Entourage. I'm going to go Simpsons at three. I'm going to go Simpsons at three. All right. Okay. All right. Got to do it. Got to do it. I understand. I, I'm not mad at those three. I'm not mad at those three. Those, those three are it's a solid three. Chris, give them up. Your favorite three or your best three, either one or both, whichever one you want to give. Talk to me. Uh-oh. Did we lose Chris? He, he, he flipped for a minute like you figured something out. Okay. Well, I'll give mine. I'll give mine while we figure it out. out. I'm a cheat, and I'm a cheat too, because I'm a cheater. That's that's what I do here. Um, so these are two shows, but I'm gonna combine them into one. Um, my this is my like favorite show. It's it's a comfort show of mine. I'm gonna watch it every time I'm about to go to sleep. It influenced a lot of like what I think about the world uh, and all that. Um, the Justice League series. My bad. The just oh, you good, Chris? You good? You, you I'm I'm, I'm going right now, so you can go ahead and get in right after me. Is that, do you going best or favorite? Uh, this is my favorite. And, okay, and actually, it's one of the best. Like that's one of the most. Yeah, I, I, Justice League. I've watched show. that like four or five times over. And, and I'm a, I'm saying I'm cheating because it's Justice League and Justice League Unlimited coming right behind it. It's, because it's a package two, deal, bro. It's a package you deal. You can't separate them. You know what I mean? Like that was Justice League is it. The, Man, those shows, I've rewatched it like a thousand times and I still rewatch it and notice something new every single time that I watch. Like there's there's so much is the layers, the complexity, the depth and the fact that like the good guys didn't win at the end of every episode. It was multiple. Yeah. times. You were like, wait, are they about to lose? Like, are they cooked right now? Like what's going on there? Um, so that's 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 probably my my favorite. Um, and then right behind it. Uh, whew, I want to say, I want to say that I probably go. Um, see, I wanted I wanted to say Friday Night Lights, but like towards the end of the show, like when they added Michael B. Jordan, it got bad. Not because of Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, yeah, the reason. It just like the writing just took a, a steep decline. I don't, I don't, um, I, I want to cut you off, but like, what's y'all one show that y'all was in love with, and then like. At one point, the writing just took such a turn that it, it like the show wasn't even recognizable anymore. Snowfall, snowfall. snowfall. Oh, you, you, you was telling me that. Snowfall. But for me, for me, did y'all watch Teen Wolf? No, I didn't. Them I first two seasons of Teen Wolf was some fire, hey, and then they started giving unnecessary. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Teen Wolf slap, bro. Teen Wolf. Yes. Teen Wolf slap, bro. Teen Wolf is crazy. Go watch, go watch the first season of Teen Wolf and come back. If it wasn't Guyton, I would be surprised, but it's Guyton, bro. Come on now. Team Wolf is crazy. No, because you got to explain yourself. <laughs> you got to come down to the carpet and explain yourself. Team I Wolf. don't have to explain myself, bro. When I was at that age, when Team Wolf came out, we was like 15, tell me, maybe. Tell me, you, tell me you were watching it for the reason I think you were watching it. Tell me. No, it was just it was just on. I remember how I started. Watching. It was just on, and I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and watch this. And it was some heat. So you wasn't watching it for your shorty or a shorty that you was talking to at the time, who just like loved it, and you was like, oh, I guess I gotta watch it now. No, no, nope. Hey, listen, I, I normally reserve judgment because like we've all done some things. Here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. You said you haven't watched it. You can't pass judgment on, on something you ain't seen. I'm not what <laughs> you can't judge it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'll be I'll keep it a band with you. 
Now, like I just said, there's a reason that I specifically said, tell me you were watching it because it's some shorty. Because we've all been there, right, Chris? You've seen the show only because it's shorty oh, watched it, right? Yeah. All them shows on Netflix, Love is Blind, everything. Oh. Now, hold on now. Love is Blind is... I, I, I forgot. <laughs> Jimmy forgot, 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 Wolf that plays Love is Blind, bro. No, no way. No way. I watched it because of my ex-girlfriend. If it wasn't for my ex-girlfriend, I wouldn't have watched Love is Blind. By the way, Dom Gabriel, we love you. You're a friend of this pod. If I ever see you in real life, drinks are on me, pal. It's okay to love quickly. It's not love bombing. You just love hard. But anyway, um, yeah. But Chris is there with me. Chris is there with me. He's been there. My show that I watched because of the shorties was Pretty Little Liars. I'm not going to lie to you. I watched about two seasons. Mine was Gilmore Girls. Gilmore. So wait, you watch Teen Wolf off the strength and you watch Gilmore Girls? This is crazy. No, I watched Gilmore Girls because of a shorty. I watched Gilmore Girls because of a shorty. Okay, I was about to say, but but it was decent. Gilmore Girls was decent. Hey, honestly, honestly, why does that always happen? Like you start off watching the show because of your shorty life. Man, you be watching the first two episodes. He be there, man, bro. bro. (laughs) When I tell you, when I tell you, um. What was that show? What was that show? Actually, wait, Love is Blind. So Dom wasn't on Love is Blind. What show was Dom on? It was the show where like all of them were dating. It was Perfect Match. That's the show he was on. Perfect Match was the show. But see, but my thing is, I've never continued to watch a shorty show post shorty. You still watching Love is Blind. That's insane. That's nasty work. That's not my fault. First of all, don't, don't, don't. This ain't about me. This ain't about me. This ain't about me. See, this, you see, you see, viewers, how they distract you. You see how they distract you and get you off topic. Because you sat up here and watched Teen Wolf as a teenager. And here's the thing. If you don't know Josh, y'all don't know why this is so egregious. Josh spent more of his, like, waking time during the day working than any high schooler I've ever met in my life. Like, I never <laughs> met a high schooler that worked as hard or as much as this man. And he would get done with work and be like... I got. I got to decompress, bro. Crazy. I got to decompress, bro. You you remember back when the uh the Xbox ones first came out? You could do the picture in picture. Oh my god! For sure, got Team Wolf right here, and we in the wreck. (laughs) Hey man, I do not care. You were selling in the wrecks for Team Wolf. Hey, that's my show. The writing, the writing, like after season three. After season three, I had to stop watching, man. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, well, you know what? Since we done derailed the conversation, let's just keep going on this tangent then. Chris, what's your guilty pleasure show? <sighs> or or your guilty pleasure movie. We could throw movies in there too. Okay. Hey, hey I got that then. Either one. That's the one that like nobody would expect or like nobody knows about, but like mm, it's kind of your thing. Okay, for so y'all wouldn't expect this out of me. Y'all wouldn't, but One Piece is my show. Y'all wouldn't expect that out of me, though. That's not that surprising. That's, That's not I want to watch One Piece. It's too many episodes, dog. Bro, I just started to grind, but like because I was watching Naruto and Boruto, I was like, I might as well give One Piece a try. You got to get going, but once you get going, them 16, 17 minute episodes, they. Like that, man. They go Let me quick. tell you, people People always talking about like, oh, dating a black man is always a risk that at one point in time he's going to want to start a rap career. 
I disagree. Dating any man, there's a risk that he will start one piece at some point in time between the age of 18 <laughs> and 35. It's a risk he's going to start one piece one day. He's just going to wake up one day and be like, let's start one piece. And he's committed. You got to commit. You can't half commit to One Piece. You got to fully dive in that mother. Look, I don't watch as much anime as I used to, so I'm trying to catch up. So, like, I got a list of stuff I got to knock out that's shorter. But once that list is done, I'm going to start the One Piece grind. People are always surprised when I say I don't watch any anime, like, whatsoever. Like, that's not surprising. They are surprised when they find out I do watch anime. That's why I'm like, shot y'all didn't. But, mm-hmm. but y'all know me for real, though. Y'all know hey, they got Degrassi in the chat. Yep, they got yep. old Degrassi in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I can I say I've never, I've never watched an episode of Degrassi. I hated Degrassi. I had to watch bro, it. Degrassi we, something we, mid, bro. We only had one TV and like we had to like alternate like who was going to get what they wanted. Not so I had like, a schedule for the TV. My na- oh, Chris, don't do this. Don't do this. Was it on the stove? We know. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, we had an entertainment center, bro. We had a perfect entertainment center. And all my shorties had perfect Y'all entertainment Y'all talking center. like it was me. I said, it's like Chris. I said, all my shorties like had perfect entertainment center. I was poorer than all my shorties growing up. I was the broke. <laughs> okay. Not about that. But, but I had Monday nights because that was Monday night football. I always wanted Monday night football. And when I started getting older, that was when college games start coming on on Thursdays and Fridays more. So like those were my nights to have a TV. And they they got Degrassi now. I can't remember what night Degrassi was, but they got Degrassi. So, you know, that was uh Josh, what's your what's your uh, secret or guilty pleasure movie or show that like nobody Um I got two. One of them y'all probably understand because it's a goofy movie, but it's one of those movies that's so goofy that like it comes back around to being good. Kung Fu Hustle. I love that movie. Hey, hey, that's my that's my movie. Purple that's my Hustle movie. slaps. That's my movie. That's my movie. ringing the bell for me for some reason. It's 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 in Japanese is dubbed though. Like they talking over in English, like somebody's voice over. Oh wait, the eighties kung fu movie? Like the no, no, it came out in the two thousands. You ever Man, seen the movie with the uh? Is it what one lady got uh like these frog powers rollers in her hair? Yeah, rollers in her hair and all that. Hey, bro, my, my one dude, um, the the, the the old dude that looked homeless, he got hands bro like hey hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey he got hands Gibbs go watch Kung Fu Hustle man that movie is fire hey hey the toe smashes when he came out the toe <laughs> <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Not, really okay so what's what's your second one Mean Girls really Yes, oh, Mean hey, Girls. Hey, hey, it gives her this camera off. I was. <laughs> I thought he left off that. I thought he left off that. No, I didn't leave. I didn't leave. I couldn't. I couldn't see Chris, so I had to restart my. Okay. Because I couldn't see Chris, so I had no. To m- m- mean Girls, like Mean Girls, a lot. I feel like a lot of people overrate it because it's like a. It got so many like quotables. It's like a quote classic, yeah. but it's still on a Wednesdays very good we movie. Do wear pink on Wednesdays. We do it. See you. Hip, it's it's still a good movie. Like it got some good comedic bits in there. It's it's funny. And Mean Girls is one of those movies. I don't even remember how it ended up watching it but i'm like you know what? let me go ahead and watch that mean girls have had to make a it's not super up there but i've had to make like a top 20 list of movies mean girls making my list for sure yeah Go- gone girl is on mine too gone girl is on mine too that you that, know what that movie some heat but i watched it for a shorty and that movie was some heat in that movie so any anybody who knows me well knows that i love romantic comedies um and so like you this this would be a with it this wouldn't be a surprise if you don't if you know that about me, but obviously most people don't. Crazy Stupid Love is like 
That is a movie that, like, whenever I see it on TV, I don't think I've seen it. That movie's oh, it's so good. I want to see what it's it's so, that, that movie. Long story short, the premise is like multiple sets of people that are all in one family, like living their love lifestyle. Ah, like, okay. They overlap. So like Steve Corral gets cheated on by his wife. So then he goes to this dating coach who is Ryan Gosling, who teaches him how to be a player and how to pick up random women and all that good stuff. One of the random women that he picks up is his son's teacher. And so like, there's that thing playing out. Also the dating coach that taught him how to be a player is dating this young girl that talks about her dad. Sometimes talks about her mom. Sometimes talks about her parents going through some things. He doesn't know who she is. She's Steve Corral's daughter. Oh, I'm at the watch that. Hold on. But wait, the biggest and best layer of all of this is the son whose teacher Steve Carell was banging ends up having this massive crush on his babysitter. And at his graduation, he gives the most adorable speech about how in love with this girl he is. But by the way, that girl, the babysitter, is in love with Steve Corral the whole time. And so the hijinks that play out around all of that is like <laughs> what the movie is about. It's a, it's a beautiful movie. It's a beautiful movie. It's it's a really beautiful movie. You know, you, you gotta you gotta absolutely love it. And um and uh the other one is uh what was it? I wanna say what was the Tyler Perry movie that had Lance Gross in it and Angela Bassett? Angela Bassett was Lance Gross's mom. I ain't seen that, the Tyler Perry. Was that movie Meet the Browns? Uh, it could have been Family Reunion, because Family Reunion was the one where Blair Underwood was backhanded and all that. So it couldn't have been that one. Yeah, it was Meet the Browns. It was Meet the Browns, I believe. Yeah, it was oh. Meet the Browns. I just thought about it. It was Meet the Browns. Uh, yeah, that's the other one. That was the last and there with the Browns. Yeah. That's that's the last Tyler Perry movie. It was movie. Meet the Browns. Like, yeah, that's the last Tyler Perry movie that I was like, all right, like I like this. This is that was like right when I, I started mean, to grow up. And I feel I like I ain't that. seen none of that man movies. Let me go, let me go look at a list. The one with Bow Wow was kind of some heat too. I never saw the one with Bow Wow. I never like oh, that, that I, everybody cool. does the Byron thing, and I'm like, I know where it's from. Yeah, I've never seen that. Never seen it. Like I that was right, right when I was like, all right, bro, this Tyler Perry thing is getting whack now. Like I've had enough. I've had Yeah, enough. the last Tyler Perry movie I seen was Meet the Browns. That was the mm. last one I saw. Oh, that's great. And Rick Fox was in there too, now that I think about it. Rick Fox was in there. Shout out Rick Fox, man. Hey, Rick Shout Fox being the most random side. Bro, he just doing random side missions. I love that hey. for him. I love that for him, man. I, I really do. But, but now did you finish your top three? Oh no, I didn't. Because we, nope. we veered nope. off course. We had to veer off course because it, it things got out of hand because Josh was defending Team Wolf as if that was like a normal thing that he Bro, Team Wolf is a good show and I do not care for <laughs> it. <clears throat> Let me clear my thought when I say this. Bring back shame in 2023. <laughs> I know we were talking about bring bits back, but let's bring shame back. Shame had its place <laughs> in society. It had its place. And we took that place away. Why did we do that? So, 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 where, where do your list? Where do your like parameters of shame come in? Because, because, uh, T. Wolf is shameable. Yes, but like, I'm a crazy wrestling fan. That's not shameable. No, not really. Not really. I started playing Dungeons and Dragons. That's not shameable. That that's a little how deep? How deep are we in it? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How deep are we in it? Are you like yes, it don't matter? It don't matter. I, I do like yet. I do like one or two, no. I do like one or two campaigns a month, and they one shot campaigns. They last a couple hours. 
If you don't so, tell nobody about it, you good. And like, if I don't find out about it, you struggle. You struggle. Like, I'm if, not gonna lead with it. If you're a LARPer, if you're a LARPer, no, that's no, that's that's wild. Hey, what when they, when they used to run around in medieval times with the bells? Shame, shame. <laughs> I would show up outside your crib with the bell, say, "A LARPer lives here." Until you stop. Until you stop. I would just be doing that every single day. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. But yeah, that, those are my parameters for shame. Chris, you know what you've done to deserve shame, and I will shame you every time for it. But with that being said, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Um, what what I do? I'm joking, Chris. I'm joking. You caught an uh, unnecessary straighter. You caught a completely unnecessary yeah, straighter. But yeah, no. We, listen, we we a, a little shame is good for the spirit every now and then. Every now and then, we need to be shamed out of doing certain things. So that's that's just a. I'm joking, by the way, everybody. Anybody who knows me knows I'd still love you if you lark. My brother is six years older than me, still plays Pokemon religiously, plays Mario Kart with his daughters, still love him all the same. So I would love Josh if he larked just like I do now, okay? There would be no difference in the love and care that I provide to this man. Ironic you mentioned that. I was trying to get back into Pokemon, man. I fell off so much. I was like, you know what? Forget it. It's just, it, it passed. Bro. Pokemon do like weird stuff now, nah, bro. Like they like Dragon Ball Z characters now, nah, bro. I couldn't keep up. I tried what you mean? Cousin. Huh? Bro, it's like, you remember Pokemon Black and White was like the last one I remember when we was like in high school. Yeah, mine was uh the last Pokemon that I was up on was Sapphire and, and Ruby. And that was like oh no, no, no. five, I'm saying, no, no, maybe? No. I'm saying those are the ones we were playing, right? But like the ones that I knew about, like Pokemon. Yeah, my, 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 my little sister had Black and White. Right, so right, yeah. my little cousin. Bro, Pokemon are doing crazy stuff now. Like, there's still new Pokemon coming out. What do you mean by that? <laughs> like, 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 Pokemon are, like, charging up, fighting in midair. Like, they're doing all kind of stuff now. It's like They crazy. always did that. They always fought in midair. No, but Pokemon back in the day was just like, you know what I'm saying? Do Thunderbolt, and he just zaps somebody, exactly. and it's the other Pokemon exactly. turn. Is that no, but remember, like, if you played it on, like, GameCube and all that, that would, like, be the one that had the options for you to, like, do different moves and stuff that would affect the whole board and like oh if you use this move and you but Chris make it seem like they scrapping yeah they scrapping scrapping oh so they're like like, real time scrapping yes like like, 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 (laughs) yes my little cousin I'm like bro what do you play he's like Pokemon I said ain't no way you play they throwing blows and fists and Pokemon I'm like what I'm not gonna lie. If I saw a Raichu getting sturdy, I, I might. I don't want no smoke with a Raichu, bro. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm a little confused too. Like, what's good? With you, bro? <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. Well, we got to get into these sports, man, because that's what we're here for, after all. We're here to talk about these sports. And, and I'm going to tell you this, okay? We're all being honest. You know, we're being honest on this show. Like I said, I'm a man of my word. I'm going to eat the Arby's. Arby's was closed today, but. Not today, but it was closed by the time we had gotten the pre-recording and all that. But don't worry. The second episode of the week, you will see me eating Arby's. So uh, with that being said, we got to discuss a man who is not being a man of his word, allegedly, and Daryl Morey. What the story is, allegedly, we're saying allegedly because we cannot, uh, we don't want to get sued on this show because, you know, we I mean, they, they'd be taking Chris for everything he got and looking at me and Josh like, oh, well, uh, <laughs> Chris, I guess you got to pay out triple. But uh, with that being said, we are we are looking at a situation where Daryl Morey allegedly told Harden, if you take a pay cut on the front end, we'll give you a max on the back end, which is not materializing. And so Harden wants out. And he also took to the airwaves to say during a uh, basketball camp that he was attending, 
Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never play for an organization that has him a part of it again. And then took the time to say, let me say that again, and repeated the statement. So he doubled down. You know, it's like the uh, KFC double sandwich where it was like no bread. Just two, <laughs> two he he hit one of them of calling Daryl Morey a liar. What do we say? I, I think it was I think it was the NWA the other day. Gibbs, what do we say? Just meat. <laughs> just meat. <laughs> if you and Saka say some real questionable bro, stuff, bro. If, if if you were a wrestling I, I, fan, I, I, you understand, bro. The only reason we say that is because Booker T used to do commentary. And he was doing a Brock Lesnar match. And he was like, that boy don't want no bread. He don't want no water. He won't just meat. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's a thing now, man. I I want you boys rested. I want you. But anywho, <laughs> fellas, tell me, is, uh, who's wrong in this situation? Is it Daryl Morey? Is he a smart businessman for just convincing him to take a pay cut? Is, is Harden gullible? Is Daryl a liar? Is Harden trusting? What's going on? Tell me what you think about the situation. I wouldn't say he's a smart businessman. I would just say he's a, a businessman. We've seen this tactic be used across, you know, multiple store, sports, multiple times. Um, I feel the same way about NBA owners that Gibbs feel about landlords, right? Is um, and it, it when you come to these situations, I'm going to be on the side of the players 99 times out of 100. Mm-hmm. Even though you could say that Harden was gullible in this situation, even though you could say, you know, maybe some people that don't think Harden is worth that super max at his age and his, you know, ability to perform in the playoffs that we've right. seen over the course of a few years. But at the same time, Harden thought that he was buying into a system. Harden thought that he was buying into an organization. He thought he was buying into, you know, for lack of a better term, a family. So you can't be mad he at he was Harden. Buying into the process. Yeah. Exactly. So you can't be mad at Harden for holding somebody accountable to their word, even though we're in business, even though people are gullible, even though people get finessed out of that situation all the time. One of the most famous sayings in the world in the world is a man is only as you know as as loyal as his word, or you know my word is bond. So maybe he thought he was buying into that, and I'm not mad at Harden for not wanting to play. Quick amendment. Quick amendment. Just saw this. Just came across my desk. Apparently, it wasn't a, a uh, it wasn't the price that was what Harden negotiated. It was him opting in to this last year of his contract and being traded. He was told that if he opted in for this year, he would be traded immediately. And he has not been traded. And that is his gripe with Daryl Morey. So mm. just a, a really, really quick moment there. We want to that's why we say alleged, because we want to make sure we got things right here and Apologies, Mr. Morey and Mr. Harden for getting that wrong. But yeah, apparently it was he was gonna opt in and get traded. He hasn't been traded. So that's that honestly, I'm gonna I'm step in here and say this. It's still just as stupid to me. James, if you wanted to go, just go. Like, what do you mean opt in to be traded? My brother in Christ. No. You know what you would have opted out into? This fun thing called free agency you know what free agency means you can pick where you go how much you make when you go there and all that you can pick everything brother you can why would you opt in to get traded what you don't think that you're worth the amount that they're that you're getting paid right now so you're like oh well we gonna it's gonna be a win-win i'm gonna shake your hand to get opt into this money and you're gonna shake my hand to opt in to trade me are you well 
Are you? What's not clicking up here? Too many nights at, at uh, King of Diamonds. Too many nights in <laughs> Ace of Spades. Too many nights, brother. Get out of Tootsie's. Get out of there. Because it's rotting your brain. The lamb chops and the, the, the lemon pepper wings are rotting your brain, brother. They, why would you ever assume that somebody's going to do anything other than what's best for them? And if you think about what's best for Daryl Moore, what is best for him? What can he get back trading? How old is James Harden now? What, 33? Yeah, I believe 33. 33 or 34. Either way you cut it or slice it, you're approaching your mid-30s and you're darn near a max if you're not on a max. How big do you think your trade value is? And who who's going to be the suitor that's going to get you? Who? You don't want to play for the Nets. That's the only team that has the assets and that would need a guy that can do what you do. Uh, every other team in the league is... They're either contending and you would not help or they're not good. And like you would go and congratulations, sell some tickets, win us 40 games maybe, but get knocked out in the play in the first round. What are you? Anyway, I digress. Chris, what do you think about this situation of James opting in to get traded and not being traded? Uh, you know, I kind of got a side with uh, James Harden on this one. Uh Typically, I'm a businessman, right? And Dale Murray played this just like a businessman should have. He told hard something, and then the business required him to do something else. So typically, I would back up Dale Murray in this situation. But I'm honestly I, shocked and surprised that you're not backing Dale Murray on this one. I'm, exactly, I'm exactly. Typically, I would. <laughs> typically, I would. But here's where I got to give James Harden a little credit, right? Fate of the Universe was on the line. When they played the Celtics, James Harden won you two games when your best player wasn't there. Right? Yeah, he did. So at that point, his trade value was very high. You remember when Harden won them two games? Yeah. Dale Murray should have been working right then and there. He should have been yeah. working right then and there. I think Dale Murray, he played the business card too tough with thinking that I'm going to be able to get a bag for Harden no matter what happens. And then Harden went out there and laid a stinker game seven. Then he been on tour with Lil Baby and all that. And, and he was public with everything. So I think Del Mori underestimated Harden's trade value, no, overestimated his trade value. And now he like, for what I'm going to get back for you, I might as well run it back. And we might be able to beat the Celtics now that they just lost Marcus Smart and they, they picked up injured Porzingis, who always hurt. So mm-hmm. I think Del Mori played this wrong, honestly. I think Del Mori actually, he played poker and he let – the team know he was bluffing. He let everybody know he was bluffing. That's fair. That's fair. I honestly and truly, James, you got to stop this. You got to stop this madness, man. You you too old to be requesting trades like this. I think that this need to be your last time requesting a trade, brother. You were good <laughs> getting out of. Uh, you were good getting out of of Houston, getting out of the the net situation. Hey, you were all right. Okay, in the words of George Bush, fool me once, and can't get fooled again. Okay, you got to stop because now, like, let's just say Daryl Morey were to say, "Oh, you don't want to play for us? Great, cool. You just got to kind of sit down and sit on the bench." Think about this: What does Daryl Morey lose from that? Very seriously. Like, mm, not, I, w- I would say it would be m- maybe harder for him to acquire players, but I feel like James Harden have enough of a reputation to where that's not really going to affect anything. 
the, the team and, that I think Harden would go to and really, really, really move the needle to it is Atlanta. You get Trey Young and Harden to switch, and I think Atlanta be, it becomes a way better team. Way better team. You said Both teams Trey Young. You're saying Trey Young for Harden straight up? Yeah, I would do Trey Young for Harden straight up. If if you're the Hawks, do you do that though? If I'm the Hawks, you already went all your chips in the basket. You got DeJounte Murray re-signed. Uh, you still got other trade pieces that you can go get another big. Like John Collins and Clint Capella are great trade pieces, but John Collins is already out of there. My bad. But you got DeJounte Murray and Clint Capella still. James Harden show he can play really well with Clint Capella. And also DeJounte Murray's an off-bar guard. You get another wing there. I think that team is better with Harden. They have a a, a, a true big guard, another big guard playing with them, and they got a solid center. I feel you. I, my only thing is I think that they're aware of window. Like, I think that most NBA teams are very aware of, like, your window with Harden may be a year, maybe two, maybe. Harden said he was hurt the last two years, and next year we're going to see the full offense of him. And then he demands a trade. <sighs> Brother, mm-hmm. well, uh, well, we're not it, buying what you're selling. We're not <laughs> buying. If you think about it, though, Gibbs, Trey Young is not number one on the championship team, right? I agree. I thought he was agree. Not at all. 20, 2019 and back, 2019 to 2016, Harden was a number one on the championship team. Can we agree on that? Yeah, for sure. Okay, right. So, you don't need him to be the number one because you can still have enough players around him where he could be like 1A and have 1B and 1C, right? hmm Trey Young, though, next to MB, I'm terrified of that if I'm the if I'm the league. I'm terrified of that. I'm terrified. But here's here's my thing. I don't think the Hawks do it because I'm I'm not how old is Trey Young? 24, 25? Uh somewhere around there. I'm not giving that away for a 34 year old. I'm not. I don't. I agree. Yeah, he's not a number one on the championship. Anyway, you know he's not your guy though. You gonna have. To but here's the thing: you get one year of hard, all that money off the books. So here's the thing: not only do I not believe Trey Young is the a number one on the championship team, I also believe that you can tank with him as your number one. I a thousand percent believe that. I'm a thousand. You can. On board. You can have him as your number one and win 30 games. Ah! I, I don't I think he keep you in the play in or the or the, or he keeps you in the first round of the playoffs. I don't think you could take with him. I don't think I the way I see it, this is a traffic cone defensively. That is Yeah, but but you got the players around him that fit him. Like and that, but the, the players around him, if you go on tanking, get rid of them. Get all of those guys out, get what you can in terms of uh that some picks and all that. And tell Trey, listen, brother, you're 24. We could have played this one or two ways. You see what's happening with Dane? That's what happens when you don't blow it up and you just say, we'll just build around you. We'll work around. We want greatness around you. So we're going to surround you with a f- number one overall pick, number two, three overall pick in the next couple of years, and we're going to get you really rolling. How's that sound? And let that be that. Or you could go to Dame route where you don't run from the grind and you end up a perpetual five to eight seed getting bounced in the first or second round. Those are your options. The answer is yes. That, you know, so I, I don't know I if you. I, but I'm a, I'm a quote Socrates. I'm a quote, quote uh, Jay-Z in the, in the line of Socrates here. 
I don't believe you. You need more people is, is what I would tell. <laughs> is exactly what I would tell James Harden if I was Daryl Morey. Because I'm like, you opted in, dummy. You're stuck now. If you wanted to be a free agent, you should have just did your free agent deal. You opted in and you let me have the power of telling you where you were going to go. So I really don't care what you got going on there. You're not, you're a great player, but you're not GOAT level. So the the rest of the players in the NBA are not going to blackball us forever because we did you dirty. There are still players happily lining up to go play for the Celtics, despite how they did Isaiah Thomas. True. Very true. And he got did the worst way. That man was still asking to come back and play with them even after they did him dirty. And they never even gave the boy a roster spot again. So, you know, with that being said, we do have to talk about a player that is GOAT level. What if I told you that there was a quarterback who was leading the league in touchdown passes? Oh, and by the way, he doubled as a safety and was 11th in the league in interceptions. Would you believe that's real? Of course not. What if I told you that there was a goalie in hockey? The man was, uh, you know, leading the league in scoring for all goalies. And on top of that, oh, not just leading the league in scoring for all goalies, leading the league in scoring, period. And on top of that, had one of the had the eighth best save rate in the NHL. Would you believe me? Not at all. And yet we're looking on the, the diamond and we're seeing. Shohei, also known as Goat Hey Otani. That man is whacking more balls out the yard than Khaleesi's milkshake could possibly bring in. <laughs> this man, on top of that, is one of the best pitchers in the game while leading the MLB in home runs. Fellas, in your estimation, is Shohei in the baseball goat conversation? Yes. I think you got no choice but to put him in there. I mean, I don't think we ever see this again. Oh, okay. I mean, baseball has been around for a hundred plus years, and this is the first time we've seen something like this. I mean, we haven't even seen somebody that's been able to successfully play both sides, pitching what? and hitting, let alone be top ten, top five in both categories. We saw it. It was just before integration. That's all. That don't count. I, I mean, who, who, who do we see it with? Babe Ruth. He didn't. He, he once he start once he be, became on the offensive side of the ball. He stopped pitching. He pitched before he started playing the, the other side of the ball. He that's didn't fair. do both at the same time. That's fair. That's very fair. That's very fair. We uh, net. We, we. I don't think we ever it. see something like this again. And he wasn't. He wasn't like Shohei pitching. Like he was like you know back then pitching. Back then it was not. It wasn't this. Right. Like, just, you know what I mean? Like you know, you serve up what they was pitching back then. <laughs> Aaron, Judge, Aaron Judge hitting like, that ball in the orbit. It's gonna hit seventy miles an hour. Was like gas back then. I mean, it I mean, was. Don't disrespect him like that, bro. Seventy miles an hour was not gas back then. It was, yeah, really? bro. They didn't oh, line up nothing. They just used to go up there and throw. Oh, that's so bad. That's the bad. first pitcher in MLB history where they was like, "Yo, he liked that." Was Cy Young, and his four seam was like capped out at ninety one. Yeah, that's that's not about right. That's you know, like that's that's it's back there, but bro, that's it's slow. that's slow. People throwing change ups that's ninety one right now. First of all, don't throw a change up that's ninety one because I'm mad now. 
I'm at <laughs> because your fastball 97 98. Bro, do you? I would literally break down in tears if somebody threw a ball at 91 miles an hour and I'm like, that's a great fastball right there. And bro is like, that was my slider. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> right. What do you mean that was your slider, bro? Like, I thought it was just a fastball with a little bit of movement on it. What is you doing? This is crazy. But no, but seriously, Chris, is Shohei in the GOAT conversation for you? Yeah, I mean, so if you think about it, who is in the GOAT conversation right now, Gibbs? Like, in terms of baseball? Yeah. That's currently playing? I don't think it's anybody that's no, currently playing saying, in that conversation. No, I'm just saying in general. I mean, it, well, baseball is a little different because, like, the, the positions are so different, it's kind of hard to, like, nail down, like, oh, this is... But, but, but Gibbs, the reason why I asked the question... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. But I was going to say... What I was going to say was Shohei, for me, the... The two things that I value most in baseball, and maybe this is because I'm not a baseball guy, is um, good pitching and the ability to hit the long ball. And uh, so, like Randy Johnson, um, who's that pitcher that pitched forever? He pitched for he he threw three separate no hitters in three decades. Uh, Nolan Ryan, Nolan Ryan, Randy Johnson, Barry Bonds. Those are the guys that I look at, and I'm like, oh, they're in my goat conversation. For baseball, like those would be the guys, and like and exactly gives exactly yeah. that's my point. Those guys only did one thing extremely well. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Shohei that's does true. three things extremely well. That's fair. That's fair. Although, although, in all fairness, Barry Bonds does have eight gold gloves. He got eight gold gloves. I'm just saying. I'm just. He was whacking that thing I out the yard. It. He was also good at fielding. He was also good at fielding. I got you. That I was two different Barry Bonds, Barry though. Bonds. Gold Gloves still in bases, Barry Bonds. Stop it. Stop it. Pirates and Stop Giants, it. Barry Bonds. It's two Stop. different players. Stop playing. Pirates Stop and playing. Giants, Barry Bonds. It's Stop. two different players. See, and this is what I hate about Barry Bonds' discourse. Because, like, everybody likes to separate them like that. Barry, both versions of Barry Bonds were, we're Barry elite. Bonds, bro. The, no, no, no. Both of them were Barry Bonds. Like I, I, I agree. Barry Bonds, when he was with the Pirates, led the league in walks multiple times. People were afraid of pitching to this man, even when <laughs> he was not. That's true. Everything That's true. he touched flew out the yard. That's like, true. Eh, Barry Bonds was always Barry. Even before the Roids, he was Barry. But then again, we didn't catch you doing Roids, Barry, so you innocent. You know what I mean? As far as far as I know, you innocent, but uh, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. He innocent like OJ innocent, but uh, yeah, you you know, I, I think that both versions of Barry was crazy, but yeah. yeah. I'm going to tell you this though, Shohei does the two things that I value the most at at the highest level. I mean, this is this is insane. What's what's the home run record in the season? What is it, like 60, 63? Uh, 73? 73? Oh my god. <laughs> um... Barry and Barry was doing something different, man. That's crazy. But with that, be, wait, no, it's not even Barry that got it. It's what? It's Mark. It, uh, no, it's, a, is it it's Barry Bonds. Oh, Barry Bonds. Seventy seventy three. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's that's crazy. That's, I mean, te- technically, they don't count it. Them not counting count that, it? but count Mark McGuire's is crazy. Who who is that? Who is they that don't count it? Because if they count, if if it's the day that count Mark McGuire's, then I don't want to hear. <laughs> yeah, you you know what it is? Because uh, listen, they. Big Max had what on them? Juice. Okay. And <laughs> you, know what I mean? like, you ain't about to tell me that you only including uh that you only including 
one or the other. Like, either both of them in there or neither of them in there. But with that being said, like I said, Shohei does both of the things I want to see done at a high level. He does both of them. He does both of them. Like, that's that's why he's, you know. And also, it's, like, wildly entertaining to think about somebody on one day striking out 10 batters and then the next day going yard twice. Which, by that's the way, insane. Which, by the way, Shohei Otani has done in real life. Like, I do that type of stuff on the show and be feeling pumped up about it. Like, and that's he's a, he's a literal video game player. He's a literal video game player. This is insane. This is it's something like we've never seen. And by the way, he's not afraid of the big moment. The fact that he struck out uh, Trout in the World Baseball Classic to give Japan the win. Brother, the the problem, the, his only problem, he got the same problem LeBron had when he came into the league. You got drafted to the wrong team, brother. You got drafted to the wrong team. Because... Ain't no way, ain't no way you're doing that in the toughest moment. Like you literally are hitting this man with straight gas. The first pitch, 98. Second pitch, 97. Third pitch, not even in the zone and got one of the best batter, one of the best eye-disciplined batters in the game today to swing at something that was nowhere near the zone. Yep. What's crazy, the Angels are the only team that got a movie that they start in and they still suck. Terrible. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. But that that's that we need to see him play some playoff baseball, okay? Free free my dog Shohei till it's backwards, man. Free him. Free him. He need to leave in, in free agency. He need to go on somewhere and skedaddle. Go somewhere where you can play some meaningful baseball. I think this is just do him a favor and trade him, bro. Like, could you imagine him playing for the Yankees or the Dodgers? Please don't say the Yankees. Nobody wants to see anybody else go to the Yankees. Right. We're all tired of it. We're all tired, Chris. We're exhausted. We're tired of Yankees. We're exhausted. Like, but it's probably gonna happen. Like every jersey <laughs> they have. We're we're exhausted of the Yankees. We've had him enough. in New York is insane. I never root against Michiganders. Never root against Michiganders if I know that they're from Michigan. So shout out to Aaron Judge. We show him love. Which one is is it is it Jeter or is it A Rod that's from Michigan? One of Jeter. 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 Jeter from Kalamazoo. Shout out to Jeter. We love you. I'm tired of the Yankees. That's my guy. That's my goal right there. there don't there. send that man. Don't do not send that man. Do not send that man to New Yankees, please. We've had enough. We've had it, and don't send him to the Dodgers either. We've had enough. Also, my my goat my goat is Cabrera. We've had love that for you. Love that for you. But anyway, we've had enough. Like that's that's stop. So, uh, with that being said, with that being said, in terms of in terms of uh, what we're looking at for the rest of this show, we know that there's nothing that can happen where Shohei is going to be forgotten. There's nothing that can happen where Shohei is going to fall out of the popular lexicon. If we ever see a two-way player in another sport that's that great, he's going to get compared to Shohei Otani. And so that brings us to our final segment to close this show out. Forever or Forgotten. On today's game show, we're going to name NBA and NFL players that are currently superstars, whether or not, and we're going to say forever for forgotten, based on whether or not in 10 to 15 years, we believe that people will still be talking about them as greats, or if there are a guy that people are like, hmm, he really was good, huh? So the first name on the list is y'all boy, not mine, Pandemic P, Playoff P, Podcast P. Paul 2020. 
Don't call that man T Mac 2023. Leave T Mac out of this. Okay? T Measy 2020. Le- wow. This is disgusting. <laughs> Paul George, forever or forgotten. Take your pick, fellas. Forever for me. Okay. Forever. Chris, for the time Chris frame we're up. doing, I'm going forever. Okay. Only because I don't I don't think people are going to remember him as a player, but I think social media is going to be a much bigger monster at that point than it is now. And I feel like Paul George is going to be one of those bad players. But I'm I'm and that's why I'm gonna say forgotten because nine times out of ten, when you do certain things off the court and people know you for off the court, they forget who you are. Like, for example, JJ Reddick has a podcast called The Old Man and the Three. Many people forget. I isn't JJ Reddick top four? 15 all-time in three-pointers in the NBA? Might be higher than that. And people forget. You know what's even crazier about J.J. Reddick? If you talk about what he was in college, I've always hated Duke. I've hated Duke for all my life. That's not like I came to NC State and started that thing. Like, I have always hated Duke. Now he's number 18. Oh, okay. And yet, and yet, people forget that man was a sensation at Duke. JJ, you still remember though, Giz. I thought you was gonna say the one I'm thinking of. Gilbert Arenas is the one that people. He got a dog podcast. Gilbert Arenas is the one that I'll be like, people don't realize Gilbert can say this type of stuff because Gilbert was really him. Yeah, he was mm, him. But outside of but Gilbert, I think Gilbert has the the benefit. Of he has the benefit of off the court stuff. So like, I think we, we remember Gilbert about, a lot more fine than he really was. Dog his, had like three his, good seasons. His bro. peak, his peak was so crazy. He yeah. walked into he walked. Oh, oh, hear me no, out. Bro. Hear me out. Hear me out. He walked into Adidas. They were talking about making him a shoe deal. He said, "Whatever the first deal is, I'm gonna slap the table, say y'all BSing, and I'm gonna walk out. And then they're gonna have to come back with a bigger number." He really did that, and it worked. That's how good he was at his peak. Bro, but after right. those, at his peak was like D Rose in twenty eleven. But, but after those three years where he was like Curry before Curry, he kind of fell. He, off he the face yeah, he had. But, but but what I'm saying is though, I think Gilbert was before his time though. Like if Gilbert played in this I NBA, I agree. I, I oh that. my god, Gilbert would average thirty. A thousand percent. He averaged thirty in his day. I want to say exactly. He? He, yeah, he was. Imagine he was Trey Young guarding Gilbert Arenas. First, Gilbert all, averaged over twenty three times. But that, and that's my point. But now, hold on. See, and Josh is being a little disingenuous there because right, over twenty is not selling. That man averaged like what twenty nine in one of those years. Twenty six, twenty nine, twenty eight. Exactly. That's like, that's, that's, that's kind of but, almost. But, but but I'm saying though, people talk about Gilbert like he was this dog that ran the league. He he was there for a coffee break, and, and he was and whack before me. and whack after. And hear me out, hear me out. This is why I say Gilbert Arenas is he is the beneficiary of stuff that like had nothing to do with him getting on the cover of NBA Live. Forever boosted up the player that he actually is. Like we remember, oh yeah, he was on the cover of Live. He was on the one where you had to like switch between your special abilities and like. Do all the stuff. Yeah. I for sure was off the live train by then. You, hey, my last live was oh five. I was a two. I, I've been a two K head since Dreamcast. Well, I guess Me I'm too, by myself. I was on live till oh eight. 
hello, I was right there. With oh, found my balls. last one, man. <laughs> Bro, it was it was crazy because you could do like seven twenty dunks the same way you would do a step back three. It was the literal craziest controls I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, EA, you're not trying very hard anymore. Please don't don't do this. Anymore. <laughs> but yeah, Gilbert Arenas, he and also nothing that Gilbert Arenas did off the court like made him seem cornier. You know what I mean? Like like the yeah. stuff that Gilbert Arenas does is like, oh, it's actually like. It's not smart. Don't get me wrong. It's stupid. 28-year-old adult me is like, oh, that's stupid. Kid me was like, hey, he kind of cool. Like, he kind of... <laughs> Facts. Like, y'all suspended him for bringing a strap? Like, what's the problem? What's what's going on here? So, you know. But the next player on Forgotten or Forever is his running mate. The guy that everybody tells me his uh, longevity and ability to play are apparently longer than his braids, which I very strongly disagree with. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, talk to me forever or forgotten. Forgotten. Okay. That's a tough one. Josh, what you got? I'm going to go forgotten and I feel like when Kawhi does get brought up which is kind of crazy because this man is a multiple time finals MVP one of the best players ever defensively but when I say forgotten um, I say forgotten in the same way that like Scottie Pippen is viewed now that's like Scotty Pippen isn't necessarily forgotten, but if you talk to that. younger people, like they not talking about Scotty Pippen, a basketball player. They talk about Scotty Pippen, um, and Jordan, and and, and uh, and, and future are the first things that come up. They not talking about Scotty Pippen, the one of the best defensive forces the the NBA ever seen. Like like that is insanely nasty work. Future, be- it it is. It's nasty work, but that's that's what it is. And, and you know what? That part, when I look at Scottie Pippen, I'm legitimately looking at a top 20 player of all time. Like, not even joking. Top. You can make the player. argument for sure. At yeah, worst, the argument. at absolute five. At absolute worst, I give you 30. At absolute worst, I give yeah, you 30. 30. You cannot name me 35, 40 players better than Scottie Pippen. You can't. You can't. Agree. Like, oh, that that hurts my feelings. That hurts my feelings. I'm gonna tell you this. And I'm 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 pissed off because I feel like y'all just going against me just to go against the grain here. Kawhi's gonna be remembered forever because again, his antics are like he's so understated that his antics will forever bore man gets paid is gonna live on forever. Like that's never gonna die. Like that's but at the same time, are people gonna remember that quote or are they gonna remember Kawhi Leonard, the ball player? The laugh. That's never going to get... <laughs> he going to be... To these kids, he going to be the dude on the meme. Well, sure, he going to be the dude on the meme, but, like, that meme is going to lead them to look up, like, wait, oh, he does have two finals MVP. Oh, wait, he is responsible for the only championship ever, which, by the way, that came the first time LeBron had missed the playoffs in about, you know, 16 or so years. The first time... LeBron wasn't in the playoffs. The wrong country got the chip. I just want to keep that in mind for all of you <laughs> who said that LeBron isn't a Patriot. Think about that for a second. But in all seriousness, I, I think that Kawhi is going to be remembered um, in terms of his ability to do things on the court and when he was healthy, what a dog he was. The next player up is a player that is uh, potentially on his way to being in their tier, but not quite there yet, some would say. Some would say he's already there. Jason Tatum. Mm, got quiet. Chris, you out of Boston now. You can speak freely, brother. You can speak. You don't have to fight those urges, my brother. You don't got to fight those urges. 
I'm gonna say forever because he came into the league with this young bag Twitter, and mm-hmm. I feel like because of Deuce and all that, I feel like forever for Jason Tatum. Forever. Okay. I'm gonna go forever because he's a Boston Celtic. Okay. And if you're one of the if you're one of the marquee players for you know what people call one of the greatest franchises, even though they got one ring in like 40 years, um. You're going to be remembered just because anybody that's contributed slightly to the Celtics dynasty is on that forever ever list already. Again, Ronald Reagan destroyed that team. They ain't, they ain't did nothing <laughs> since that boy been in office. That's crazy. I'm just saying, even uh, if you look yeah, at players, if, if you look at players, you know, because if we would have played this game, if we had a podcast in the 80s and we would have played this game, we would have been like, yo, Robert Parrish forever forgotten. We would say forgotten, but if you think about it, what? Robert Parrish, Robert Parrish has stayed, but through the way he they got the Iron Man award, he got the Iron Man thing. I know, but at the same time, bro, like Robert Parrish is is not. If you put Robert Parrish on his own squad in the eighties, they not hooping. They not hooping. They are in fact not. <laughs> they, they not hooping. They not hooping. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Okay, I'm gonna say this. I'll say forgotten, but with the caveat of. If he wins a ring or has a a playoff uh, series where he averages 40 or he drops 60 in the elimination game, forever. Because Boston, they love to any player. You're right. Any player that does something great for Boston, they like are instantly, you know, in wrestling terms, they're over instantly. Sure. Yeah. He hasn't done he hasn't done anything to make him the megastar. He hasn't done it. He's not there. He's just not there with all due respect. So it's, it's tough for me to say he'll be remembered forever for being a great Boston Celtic if he hasn't done anything great. If you look at Paul Pierce, he got a championship. If you look at uh, Ray Allen, all-time leader in threes before uh, Steph took it from him. If you look at uh, Bird, obviously Bird owned almost all the Celtics records before uh, he retired. If you look at McHale, McHale was a part of multiple championship teams. If you look at all the guys, Bill Russell, Cousy, all of them, they were a part of championship teams or they as an individual did something that was so great. It stood on its own in terms of like in the annals of time, Boston would never let you forget that they did that. Tatum doesn't have that signature moment. He doesn't have that space right now. So that's just uh, that's just my opinion there. He has to do something. I, he's young, so he still has a lot of time. But at this moment, I would probably say forgotten. We're going to get into a few football players and then we'll get on out of here. But before we do, I just want to get in one last basketball player. Damian Lillard. Forever. 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 Just because of the dang time. That's the only reason. It's, it's, not even, it's not even that. When it's all said and done, he's going to be the greatest blazer of all time. So when you think of that team, it's just going to automatically go to Dame. That's the reason. The shot over Paul George makes him forever. Without that shot, Without that shot, he's on crazy, bro. Without that shot, he's on the verge. He's on the cusp. He's. I think the best part of that meme is like the eighty-year-old lady in the crowd doing this before he took the shot. That's the hard. (laughs) That's hard. (laughs) To me, the hardest one was the edits of it with uh, Father. Father, stretch my hands.
Ooh, my heart was hurting for that boy. That was, ooh, <laughs> Anywho, we're going to get into these football players. The man who has his own podcast with his brother, who is not a brother, Travis Kelsey. I'm going to go forever. Okay. I'm going to go forever. Yeah. I, I too would agree forever. He's, he's a, that the football players and basketball players got different criteria. And for football players, anything that you do off the field that's memorable will keep you in the spotlight forever. Like, that's just the reality. As much as people talk about OJ Simpson and the things that he did or did not do, um, the fact that he did or did not do those things is the only reason that people still remember him as the first ever back to rush for 2,000 yards. Like, yeah, yeah, but that's it. If those things didn't happen, that would be a trivia question. Who was the first NFL back to rush for 2,000 yards? And nobody would know it. Nobody would. Some people would guess Eric Dickerson. Some people would guess. uh, I know it's been done a few times, so we don't really think about it. But 2,000 yards on the ground is nuts. It's insane. That's that's nuts. (laughs) Boy, I tell you, that's that is one of the crazier stats to to come up with in all the sports. Um, All right. Let's talk about Ezekiel Elliott, forever or forgotten. 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 Really? Uh, Only because when you think of running backs in the NFL, you have to be revolutionary to even be remembered five, ten years from when you played. Like, even if you look at a player as elite as, like, Sean Alexander was— we know who Sean Alexander is. He's forgotten by most of the general I public. Give, I give one more recent, uh, Le'Veon Bell. Lo- yeah, you you kind of uh, right, bro. You're yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, he did. Le'Veon Bell. And you know what's crazy? The only time Le'Veon Bell gets bought up now is because of like the the uh, situation with Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley, where like running backs wasn't getting paid, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, it's your fault." It's, and it's like, it's not his fault, like. The NFL just doesn't value you. That has nothing to do with Le'Veon. Like, even if he would have went out there and played great, I promise you the NFL would still pay you peanuts, brother. That's that's kind of how the deal works out for you. I'm sorry to tell you that. Um, but I'm going to say this. I say Ezekiel Elliott is forever for two reasons. Number one, he played with the star on his helmet. And when you got – it's certain brands. It's certain brands. It's certain brands that give you a boost. For example – Somebody asked this weekend, and we're going to end it after this. Was Matt Stafford, is Matt Stafford a Hall of Famer? I said, I put up the stats of two players, Matt Stafford, Eli Manning. Statistically, Matt Stafford is light years ahead of Eli Manning. Eli, Eli and Matt played during the same era. So you can't say, oh, right. Eli came into the league in a different NFL. They played in the exact same NFL, and one of them played with a worse defense and Calvin Johnson. That's it. That's that's the difference. Like, but I, I I will break it to you like this though. One, he didn't win a ring. Two, Zeke didn't have this run that's like undeniable. I mean, yes, you're a cowboy. Yes, they got legendary players. But the running back is not the position when you think of when you think of you know a cowboy. That's not what you think of outside of outside of Emmitt Smith. I mean, of course you can because you're a football head, but no casual fan or even somebody that like watches NFL often is naming you like two Cowboys running backs. Well, but no two Cowboys running backs are Zeke Elliott. Like that he is the only Cowboys running back that's better than him is Emmitt. That's it. There's no nobody is saying with all due respect, nobody is saying, "Oh man, no, Sean Moreno was different. 
No Sean Moreno was a dog on Madden. I'm sorry, not No Sean Moreno. I'm thinking of Marion Barber. Marion Barber the third. I'm thinking of Mar- I don't know why I said No Sean Moreno. Uh, but yeah, nobody said Marion Barber was just different. Tony Dorsett is the only other one that's like in that area. And like Zeke, just in terms of longevity, he it's it's hard to say, hey, Zeke wasn't the guy. It's it's really, really hard to say that. So, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at this and and I'll tell you this. If Zeke finds a way to bring the Patriots back to some relevance and decency, I mean, it, you're you're gonna have a tough time telling me that the cow one of the Cowboys' all-time leading rushers is left behind in terms of um in terms of of you know who he is or whatever the case may be. I it's, just I think I just think it's really hard to put a list together of running backs that are forever. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Because when you talk about forever, we're talking about Barry Sanders, Emmitt Smith, OJ. But, but mind you, for the for the purpose of this exercise, we're not actually talking about forever because we know in reality that if you talk about forever, like all of these guys are going to be forgotten except for like the goats, the guys that are like they revolutionized the game. Right. We're talking about 10 years from now. I think 10 years from now. And another thing that works in Zeke Elliott's favor, which is a hijinks thing, but it's kind of sad. His last play as a cowboy had him at center getting ran. <laughs> That's going to be remembered for a while because that was a crazy work. way to go out. That was a crazy way to go out. Flatly insane. So, you know, anywho, we know y'all tired of us talking about history, talking about these shows, talking about Josh watching Team Wolf in between shifts at Wendy's. But come on <laughs> back next week and the week after that and the week after that. Peace and love, y'all. Yeah,